Okay, so this uh, weekend was a fucking doozer. What does that even mean? I don't know. A doozy? A wowzer? I don't know. I just combined two words. It's fine. People do it all the time. Um, but it was crazy. And I can't, I can't even pinpoint why. I can tell you how I felt. I can't tell you why I felt that way. How I felt was I felt like I was... Be- well, okay, so I can tell you parts of why I felt that way. But for the most part, it's a mystery. I felt like I was being gutted from the inside out. And that would be from being a woman and having a fucking monthly menstrual menstrual cycle. On top of that, my emotions felt like I had lost someone near and dear to me. And all of this going on, I was expected to be a human and not show that. And continue with my day and socialize and talk to people and do things and go places. All while feeling physically and mentally as if I was being tortured in a chamber and no one could hear my screams. Does that sound scary to you or dramatic? Probably. Is it both of those things? Probably. But I have no reason to say why. I, other than having my period, I that's how I felt. Especially yesterday. It even bled over into this morning, if I'm honest. Like, oh my god. I just, so much anger and stress. It felt like I, all I needed was to go into a room by myself and be there for indefinite amounts of time. Everything, every question, and just being a person in a room with other people was too physically and mentally too much for me at this point. And uh, yeah, so... It was absolutely one of my worst days of my entire life for no reason. Except there is a reason, come to find out. So I'm Googling and researching articles of how to turn a bad day around. Let me tell you, I used to be so good at that, like a freaking pro to where I, it's insane. And, and I still am really good at it. However, when you have no reason like why you're having a bad day and there's no rhyme or reason, so there's no way to fix something because nothing's actually wrong, it's way more difficult. So I'm looking and then I come across this term called amygdala hijack. My eyeballs see that like a lifeline and I've, I'm like clinging. I'm like, that's it. That is an answer. It, it just seems, it feels right. Amygdala brain. I mean, I just, I know where this is going. So it turns out amygdala hijack is a very real thing, very common. And, uh, it's crazy. So I'll read, um, a little, portion for you. So amygdala hijack is a term coined by Daniel Goleman in his 1996 book, Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Matter More Than IQ. Um, So basically he was drawing on the work of Joseph E. Ledoux and Goleman used the term to describe emotional responses from people which are immediate and overwhelming. You guys, time out. This is not in this article, but this is literally, they are in my brain. When they're saying this, I know I've never felt so understood. Okay, I'm going to say that again because it's so important. He uses the term, Goleman, he uses this term to describe emotional responses from people which are immediate and overwhelming. And fuck you, phone. Jesus Christ. God damn it. See, now I'm having another hijack moment. For the third time, people. We're going to get through this, okay? 
and I'm telling myself that as much as I'm telling you because I need to believe it. Goldman uses the term amygdala hijack to describe emotional responses from people which are immediate and overwhelming and out of measure with actual stimulus because it has triggered a much more significant emotional threat. This fucking paragraph sums me up so many more times than I can even tell you, and I feel understood. Next feeling is a little bit of concern. Like, is this normal? Like, what? So I haven't gotten through the rest of it, but um, there is hope for me because some of them are positive hijacks. They're not all bad. And that obviously everything is able to be improved and whatnot. Um, so there's like emotional relearning and all that. And you know what? I got enough going on. I, I will figure this out. Don't you worry. But I wanted you guys to know. I mean, that's freaking crazy to me. And I'm 31 and now I'm finding out that this is probably able to account for a ton of times like this in my life where I even know, deep down I know. I have no idea why I'm reacting like this. I know better. I know it's fine. This is, I have gone through a lot more crazy, stressful shit than this. And this is sending me over the edge where I'm looking at 47 and about to run into traffic. I get it. It's not, it makes no sense. But now there's like an explanation other than mine saying my explanation is it's happening. I'm telling you, this is fact. This is how I'm feeling. I'm not lying. I'm not exaggerating. I do not know why. This is causing such a great reaction, but oh my f Guys, I'm back. I'm hoping the phone doesn't ring again because I just need five minutes to myself. Oh, please, I wouldn't pay for that shit. Uh, yeah, so it's just cool to know that that's a thing. Um, moving along, moving along, moving along, moving along. Hmm. Oh my God. You know what? <laughs> Deep breaths. That morning, so this hijacking started on Sunday when technically the whole weekend was just like a weird, not deja vu, like a twilight zone. Oh, twilight zone is perfect. I seriously felt like I was in a strange twilight zone where I just was, everything was lag time, like foggy. Um, I didn't do anything crazy. Like Friday night, my husband and I and our son went to a really close friend's house, actually uh, one of the couples that we're going to Brazil with in July. They're the whole reason Brazil is important to us. Thank God. Thanks, Roddy. Shout out, Roddy, for um, broadening our horizons and making our world even bigger. Love that. Um, but we went to their house for just to hang out um, and make dinner, cook out, um, have drinks, talk shit about our kids while they're sitting right there because they're still at that age where you can do that kind of Issa's getting a little bit bigger but anyways um I might have to cut that out 
Mel might not be okay with that. I'm going to find out. But moving right along, so much editing that I'm trying not to do. But if, if I want to be real with you guys, that's how it happens. It comes out and then I'm like, do I edit it? Do I not? We'll see. But uh, so we're at their house on Friday. The kids are playing. It's amazing. I'm getting to see their youngest son um, who last time I saw him, he was like infant stages, which when you're a year Actually, like a year and a half and under, and even older, to be honest, with some kids, but a year and a half and under, it's just like so drastic each time you see them, unless it's every day. So last time I saw him, he was still very much infant stage, like couldn't walk, could you know, he was sitting up, obviously, and all that stuff, but he was running around, climbing things, like training like a warrior ninja. It was so cute and so fun to see. And he was so quiet about it because you could tell he just like, this is what I'm doing and it doesn't matter. I don't need attention. I just want to do this. Like totally a second child. And the whole night, their daughter kept like, Britt, Britt, tell your dad JC to come here. Or did you see what your dad just did? And I, to this minute, as I'm saying this, cannot stop laughing about that. And it, goddamn, she makes you feel good. She was like, saying that all night so it was funny because that's my husband but it's so cute how kids see like he's got a beard and dark hair and just like he was wearing not dressed up like in a suit like he is every day but just his idea of casual is not mine his idea of casual is like something that I could wear to work comfortably without worrying about being underdressed my idea of casual is if I don't look homeless, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> and I, you guys, I'm not even kidding. My favorite outfit, I can't even talk about it. It's It should be embarrassing. It's not. But anyways, I can totally see why she was saying that. And But it's still so funny. Even What's even better is her cousin, the last time I saw him, was like, oh, I remember you, you're my gymnastics teacher. And I'm like, okay, actually you're not far off because I used to do that, but for sure I'm not. Like you were not even close to being alive the last time I did that. And he's like, yeah, it was so fun. I remember you, you were so good and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I go upstairs and I tell his mom that. And she's laughing. She goes, well, good for you because she's 16. So here's the thing. When I was younger, and by younger, I mean like even four years ago, it used to bother me. And it's something that I would be like, I wouldn't necessarily try to change, but it would just bother me. Like, why the hell does every, why do I look like I'm 15? Like, that's embarrassing. But it's not because I'm 31 and people are confusing me for 16 year olds and people are thinking that my husband is my dad and he does not look old at all. He looks very he is very good looking he is like prime right now he's keto I mean which I know I'm getting like so off track but you guys the dude is like fit as ever he's health conscious he's active he's just and he's so tan all the time because he like stands by a window for 10 minutes and he gets a tan like there's his genetics are on point but it's just funny because I get it. Like as a kid, you see somebody with a beard and they're dressed really nice. And then I was dressed in like quote unquote kid clothes, like comfy clothes, whatever. Um, 
I didn't wear my homeless shirt. Don't you worry. I wore a different sweatshirt, but I get that why she thought that. And I just think it's so funny and I'll take it. I'll take that compliment any day. Are you kidding me? Something about hanging out with that family is just, they are so accepting and honestly, I'm, I have to stop myself right now because if I'm going to even talk about them anymore, that is an episode in itself. Um, so the thing is, Friday night was fun, obviously, and restorative. And I was just like so hopeful, like this is going to be the best weekend ever. Well, I woke up on Saturday with my period. I mean, it is what it is. If you can't handle listening to that, then maybe you don't be a human being. Maybe continue to stick your head in the sand and just do that because that's just weird. Like, it's science. It's fine. Get over it. Um, so that was painful. Like, so painful. Like, pro- honestly, to this day... This one goes down as the most painful one of my entire life. Uh, Not fun. And the most emotional one. So it's like a double whammy and I'm thinking, okay, cool. Just, and I'm still trying to keep going and I'm thinking, I can do it. It's fine. Toss it at me. I will recover. It's fine. I'll get through this. Holy crap. I mean, just, I usually don't even take medicine for it. I like refuse. And I round the clock just like when's the next dose when's it and guess what didn't even do anything it did but barely I mean just so painful so Saturday was basically me needing to shower but not because it's just every movement anything that's extra like blinking more than I need to is too much throw the fact in there that I've got a two and a half year old blah 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 that day was it was actually good though like JC and I watched um the movie oh shoot what is the name of it so I watched on Netflix the interviews of Ted Bundy all that which is crazy and so fascinating just try and pry me away from anything psychological I just cannot handle it it's so interesting so I watched that and then um like maybe two months ago I watched all of those and so the one with Zac Efron is not like the one that they were recreating that is not based on that but that's included in it was on and we watched it and oh my gosh so interesting and they actually did a phenomenal oh my goodness phenomenal job of keeping it so real and so close to the interviews even the especially the Florida courtroom the scene where they get out of the elevator and he's reading the indictment or whatever um I'm not the lawyer so I just but I'm pretty sure that's what it was uh the way Zach portrayed him was very well done and the way the designers and set productions and all that kept everything not even kept it they made it look so much like I felt like it I was watching the interviews come to life and to me that is a success so good job guys um but so we watched that amazing but I'm the whole time I'm just like at any moment I just want to curl up into a ball and go to sleep but I'm in so much pain I can't even think about that then we're you know Augie's napping and stuff and he's being pretty good whatever but then comes Sunday fucking 
shit show. I don't even, at this point, I don't even want to talk about it because it's, there's no, it's not understandable, I don't think, to people unless they were in my body, which you're not, so what's the point? But the gist of it is I woke up in the, so like Friday was a little bit of a fog, but fine. Like barely there, barely noticeable. I only know that it was there because I'm looking back. I'm like, yeah, I do actually remember feeling a little bit off. But like that happens sometimes, you know. Saturday, very off. Sunday, so far off. Earth to Brit came at the right time because it's like, where was I? I felt like I was in outer space, but also in pain. I there, I just could not stay focused or tethered or feel like anything was normal. It felt like I'm, this is my life. I'm doing my daily activities. I'm doing the normal thing. Like nothing crazy even remotely is happening. And I felt like I just could not grasp any of it. Like it was horrible. Like the horrible feeling. It wasn't a horrible day. It was just a horrible feeling. And that escalated. And it's just like, crazy and you guys the catalyst the the moment that pushed me so far over the edge that I'm still trying to like find my way back from is the movie go figure palms I'm thinking this is going to be funny yeah they're going to throw sad parts in they're I mean they're it's a bunch of elderly women also it's a movie that's what they do that's part of the formula you've got to have equal parts this blah 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 Oh my God, you guys. Oh, so, God, I'm so sensitive and emotional and in a way that that's why I don't like to go to the movie theater because, well, I like it because of the fact that you have to focus like you're in the movie theater it's rude to have your phone out, which I'm not one to be on my phone all the time anyways, unless I'm reading something, but there's no distractions. The lights are down. There's no kid yet. Well, unless you take your kid with you. But for the general person, the general public, you're there watching a movie. The lights are down. Your purse or your bag is under you. You're all tucked in. You've got a snack or you don't. But either way, you are there strictly to watch a movie. There is nothing else going on. There is no other external stimulus. Your ability to focus is twofold. So that's happening. And then this movie, which I'm just, I can't help it. I'm just so empathetic. And I'm just like, as I'm watching this, I'm getting angry at all the right parts. Angrier than any of the characters, that's for sure. I'm laughing harder than any of the characters, that's for sure. I'm crying hard. Like, I was trying to hold it in because I also don't like to cry in public. Even though it's a movie theater, it's dark. It doesn't matter. I, I need to be alone. I need to feel safe in order to cry. And that's why I don't like movies. Like, you can't do that. Even if you go alone, like, you can't, like, it's so, like, a drop-dead silence in all the right parts. So if you even breathe heavy, like, like, trying to catch your breath, good luck. Everyone knows now, which is fine if they know. But some moments you need to have alone, and that's one for me. And so... After that, I literally felt like somebody threw me in a goddamn washing machine four times. 
on like the highest cycle and then after all of this before during the weekend and expected me to be any sort of normal like no there's no way I need at least a week and so yeah I mean it just kept going from there every question everything I I mentioned this earlier in the intro it's ju- it was just I felt so overwhelmed mentally that I just could not and emotionally my physical body was like dude we can run like however many miles you want right now but your insides you got to figure that shit out so get that together get a hold of us we'll continue this normal lifestyle until then we can't help you so like my emotional self and my physical self was so off of each they weren't even connected they weren't even on the same page like the circuit was broken it was just there was no communication so I was like it was so crazy and cue amygdala hijack it's a thing it's a real thing and and I think that it all started with the um, fire alarm that went off at the breakfast place that we went to. So, okay, I need to actually take a break, you guys. I The whole re- reason for this specific segment was to talk about the fire alarm. And as you can tell, we didn't talk about that just yet. But I'm still recovering and I'm still trying to piece together things because even though it makes no sense, I'm trying to make it make sense. I'm trying to put enough um, logic into it that I can understand this and because of that I'm totally straying and getting off topic so let me just take a quick break I'm going to come back and explain to you what I believe started this and I could be wrong but it was a pretty like traumatic without anything bad happening the sound alone it was traumatic so I will go ahead and explain that to you guys and then hopefully by the end of this we'll all understand amygdala hijack a little bit more okay so what set off sunday's spiral into complete chaos is what I believe to be the situation that happened at the restaurant that we went to for brunch. So my mom and sister come pick me up. And for once in my entire life, I'm outside waiting, ready to go. Which, if you knew me at all, that doesn't happen. Like, I'm usually like, I, I can't. I got this and this and this. And just, it's a hot mess. I, to be on time is crazy to me. Like, it's a concept I am still learning. Um... But I've actually, as I, you know what, I'm going to stop for a second and I'm literally patting myself on the back because I've been this past two months kick ass at being on time, if not early. And that is something that I need to recognize and want to recognize because I deserve to be proud of that. It has taken effort and I've done it. But anyways, that aside. Um, they pick me up and we go to Southern Bells. I had never heard of this place before Sunday, but we go there and, uh, we, it's pretty loud and only because like it's 
got all these high ceilings and the way their shape is is just very acoustically inclined to bring up the volume of everything fine whatever so we sit down and all of a sudden uh, they bring us our waters and as they're leaving the loudest fire alarm I have ever heard in my entire life to the point where I actually I had before I plugged my ears I physically checked to see that they weren't bleeding I have never heard anything so loud they weren't bleeding, thank God. But however, this even today, like they have been very sore to even, I can't even touch the inside of my ear. It's very sore, which I actually, as I'm saying this, realizing that's an issue, that's not normal. And I need to look into that, not to sue or anything, but I don't know about their, like they need to figure out something with the volume. It is like not even helpful. It is detrimental. It was that loud. And so it goes off and I, I physically can't, like my body is like trying to protect itself any way it can. So I'm literally, after my find out my ears aren't bleeding, fingers in, I, and, and that's still, even with my fingers in my ear, like pushing against my eardrum really hard, the volume was so loud. I was so physically uncomfortable. My body was so tight and, and it took everything I had to stay seated instead of run out of there. And to this day... I act like it's like the worst memory of my life. Like it was a year ago. It was yesterday. <laughs> it feels like forever ago. But anyways, I I really should have left. I should have walked out of there. At least until they turned it off. But I probably should have just left. But oh my god. So this happens for 15 minutes. And I am embarrassed at the fact that I sat there for 15 minutes taking a pain, a traumatic experience, a loud trill, even with my fingers in my ear, probably perforating my eardrums. That's probably, as I'm realizing this, that I had that big of an issue, I'm realizing this is probably what's happened. Whatever. Oh my god, I'm rubbing my face again. Um... And so that happens. And then finally the fire department shows up and they get it turned off. So it's like probably at like 16 to 17 minutes at that point. Fine. Whatever. I'm not even like concerned about a discount or getting a free meal. We haven't even ordered. But even if we had, I don't care. At this point, I would have paid for everyone in the restaurant to let me get out of there. So we stay and guess what? It goes off again. This time, I don't even think it was a full minute. And if it was, it was like a minute and a half. Does not matter. Now, at this point, I have my coat like wrapped around me. I've got my purse. I'm like rubbing my arm. It literally looks looks like I've been sexually assaulted and I'm trying to comfort myself, basically. And I I am so nervous that it's going to happen again that I can't even concentrate. Except for the fact that I know I'm at a restaurant. I'm with my mom. It's Mother's Day. Um, I got to figure this out. I got to order something. I don't trust them. I don't know how to explain it. But I don't. And it's not because of just because of the alarm. Just the way they have their menu set up with gluten-free, quote, unquote, and vegan. And how they conveniently place them together. Like, no, that doesn't mean the same thing ever. But so aside from that, I'm like. Looking at other items like this is gluten-free. Why is it not on the menu? Just so many signs if you have celiac disease uh, for longer than like six months because the first year to two years is absolute chaos. But 
once you get a grasp on it, you can spot signs like, nah, you're shady. You, I don't know about you. So I'm asking questions and everyone, like my sister's like, no, it's fine. I can tell they have a separate section. I'm like, that doesn't, no, that's like a step one of like a hundred. And I'm at like step five and they're already failing. So um, which not bad on her. She was just trying to be helpful and help me feel better, probably because she was feeling like fight or flight after this alarm. And so I finally am like, yeah, for sure I'm not comfortable with this. But the waitress comes around, I'm asking all these questions. And question number one gives me the answer I need. Like, no, we actually don't. Um, if you want, we don't have a separate section. We don't do anything separate. If you really wanted to be sure to be gluten-free, I would definitely suggest an omelet. Okay, so just so you're clear, audience, podcast audience, hi guys. Again, thank you for listening. But the omelets weren't even on the section for gluten-free. They weren't even on the same page. Gluten-free was actually all the things she suggested not to do for gluten-free, which were any form of toast, any form of grain, any form of anything that needed the grill, like any veggies, anything like that. Omelets are okay because they have a separate pan and they can request it to be cleaned. Mind you, depending on the pan material, they could clean it with bleach. It would not take it away, which is something if you don't have celiac disease, you're not concerned about, nor do you know about. Fine, no judgment, but don't have a menu that I mean, okay, now this is another, actually, this isn't, this topic I'm talking about right now is not another episode. It is another podcast entirely. It is serious. It's not funny. It's not something to joke about. And it makes me angry because I can't even go out with my family or do anything without this constant fear. And it's not a fad. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm not trying to be healthy, which, well, I am, but... And it's good that oh, now I'm getting bitter. See, I got to stop. Uh, I got to turn this around right now. So if you're trying to be healthy and do gluten-free, then yeah, you can do that stuff and you'll be fine. You won't get sick. But like, I, guys, hi, see like disease. I'm going to actually get sick and also long-term effects, colon cancer, other forms of cancer. Um, can we please like take this seriously for five minutes? We're getting better, but it's still not even close to acceptable at all. So that being said, by the end of that, I was so nervous about feeling sick or getting sick on top of the way I was already feeling, on top of the fact that it's Sunday. I have to work tomorrow. I have a routine. I have a schedule for a reason. I need to be mind, body, spirit ready so that I can be the best version of myself. And this is something that I take seriously and something that I treat and um, take care of and I'm constantly monitor- monitoring every day so that I can be my best self okay it's it's up to me not anyone else and so after all of this I just wanted to lose my mind and this is before the movie and the movie was the last thing I mean it just was so crazy you guys so we get home to my mom and dad's and I tell them Everyone, like, I will be back. I need to be alone in a room and just decompress. I am at negative energy levels at this point. Actually, way negative. Like, I, there's no hope for me to be at even functioning capacity by the end of the night if I were to stay in a room and go to bed at that point in time, which was like four or something. I could have gone to bed then. It would not have been enough, I'm telling you. So 
my husband gets there and they're like, she's up doing her, taking her 10. And he's like, what? <laughs> Which granted, I don't think I say it like that usually, but he knows me. So I don't have to. He's usually like, go upstairs, take a bath, whatever. He like, he knows when to intervene and send me on my way. Um, so he comes up and it, you guys, it was like, it, for, like not even a split second. I was just like, God damn it. Can I get fucking 10 minutes? But at the same time, more than that, more overpowering, it drowned it out and washed it away before it was even fully formed as a thought. I smiled and I'm pretty sure I physically like inside I smiled, but I'm pretty sure I phys- physically smiled too because he is my safe place and I've always known that but after this weekend I know it for sure because I was aware while this was all happening which usually I'm not able to do that I'm like I can't and I check out and maybe that's why it was so difficult is that I was physically watch it felt like I was watching all of this and knowing that it wasn't okay and it wasn't right and that I needed to do something but I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to make it right I didn't know what to say I didn't know how to turn it around and so to have that fact you're watching it happen it's a train wreck it's like watching your kid running around like you're watching the wall come closer and you're like and in any second now they're you're gonna hit the wall it was like that which I'm usually not aware of. And so the fact that he came in there and just like turned it around for me as best he could so that I could go downstairs and enjoy everything with everyone as much as I could in the moment, which with negative battery reserves, like that is huge. It's so huge. Um, so yeah, I just, it's amazing. I learned so much this weekend while also I paid a big price for it which I didn't even do anything wrong which is the craziest part on top of all of that so I guess basically as a human being all I'm saying is it was a hard weekend and I want if there's one other person out there who has felt anything remotely like what I talked about during this episode or can relate even to one joke or one comment or one um, aspect of my perspective, then I've succeeded. And I've I've already succeeded because I've learned so much about myself just talking this out. Like this is almost better than therapy. So yeah, I can't fail. I've already learned about myself doing, doing this episode specifically. I've grown from this, even though I won't, I can't see it just yet. I know I have like, this was like a mega charged episode, like weekend. This was like, it wasn't even that something bad happened. This was like, uh, I can't not learn from this because I'm doing all the right things and I'm trying and I was aware the whole time. Um, but also if, like I said, if I can just make one person laugh, or make one person be like, oh my gosh, me too. Like I felt that way in a movie theater before. Or I, when I heard an alarm go off, like I completely reacted that way. Like I was basically back in prime time, like beginning of human nature, like fight or flight, got to do something. Um, if I've taught one person about uh, amygdala hijack, <laughs> you're not alone, girl, boy, whatever you are. I got you. I'm there. I've been there 
but now I know I've been there and now you know you've been there too if you relate. Um, And if not, if you know someone, you're like, yeah, I think that actually happened to my mom one time or my friend or whatever. Uh, Then this was not for nothing, which it already is not for nothing because I've learned. So bonus, one more person is all it takes to relate to anything I've said or to react in any way to anything I've said, then that's a win. I'm like, oh, I love podcasting. I love it for so many reasons. Where do I start? That's a whole other thing. Word vomit. But um, I love that you can't see me when I'm podcasting, except sometimes, like right now, I think it would make my point about my weekend. Oh, my God. I'm like sitting here rubbing my face, trying to comfort myself. I stole my husband's shirt to wear. Um, it's My hair is still how I went to bed in it yesterday. And I'm sure I'm making it sound way worse, but it, those are the facts. That's what I'm working with. Um, so, yeah. Now, my goal in life is to... Well, there's so many goals. I have so many uh, aspirations. But basically, the gist of it is I want to be me 100% raw. And I want to be authentic and not care what people think. And I'm getting so much better at that. But me being able to do that and be myself frees me to help other people who are wanting that for themselves, which really we all are. Even if you don't know what you are, that's what you want. You want to be who you are. That's what everyone wants. That's what everyone deserves. And we all have that right automatically, but we somewhere along the way forget that or come to believe that that's not true anymore, that we don't deserve it or that, that people can't handle us as we are. And maybe some people can't, but that's, those are the people you shouldn't have around in your life. And there's nothing wrong with them, but there's also nothing wrong with you. So be who you are, people, so that you can find your tribe. Um, So with that being said, I would like to move on from talking about my weekend because it is just, it was traumatic. It was so bad. But um, I don't want to be that person. I want to leave, everyone I come into contact with, I want to leave them better. And so, yeah, that was an honest moment of weakness and chaos and stress for me um but there's also the fact that I am fine like I'm gonna be fine it was a hijack situation (laughs) I'll never stop joking about that but yeah so I'm gonna answer I'm gonna pick a random question right now it's not gonna be the only one but I'm gonna pick one uh shake this thing up and let whatever one shows up first be the one and it is come on Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, here we go, finally. Are you finding your dream job or are you creating it? No questions asked. I'm fucking creating that shit every day. And it's changing every day and I'm rolling with it. I 10 months ago, I'd never even listened to podcasts. Now I'm obsessed. I love them. And if you told me I would not only start listening to them, I would think you were like, nope, you got the wrong girl. But if you were to tell me that I was going to start one, I I would have no words for you. I'd be speechless. But here I am.
and it's so much fun which speaking on that let me just remind you all real quick I'm learning this as I go we all are not even just podcasters but them too but everything that we're doing if we're brave enough to do it and try it and make that first step and then to keep stepping and keep walking and keep learning it's going to get better as we go if you haven't noticed the sound quality of this one is amazing and it had better be because I have a microphone now I have a really nice high-tech microphone it's studio quality so I'm making my own little mini studio and I'm getting better and it's just gonna continue that way so thanks for joining love you lots thanks for believing in me and if you don't you will by the end of this I assure you um, yeah but thanks for joining along I really appreciate it I love knowing that I'm supported I've been flooded with texts, emails, phone calls. Um, when I see people, though, they just can't stop asking about it, talking about it. It's crazy. Um, and I'm loving it. It's scarier than shit. I mean, I am literally like f- scared shitless about 99% of the time. But that 1% of just knowing I'm doing it and I'm doing the right thing and I'm following what lights me up. Even if I'm scared to death, ah, it's so worth it. So that 1%, it's all it takes sometimes, you guys. So if you hear that whisper about anything, listen to it. It'll get louder and louder. And it's so awesome to hear that and to know that you're on the right path. But I'm going to go ahead and take care of some laundry right now. Mom life, hashtag mom life, always. Actually, hashtag people life. Because if you're not doing laundry all the time, I don't even, like, it's really not changed much with having a kid but you know I gotta go do it so I'll be back if you're ready to tune out from your world for a little bit tune in to mine where you can be sure to find yourself learning laughing and letting go of all the things that don't serve you earth to brick can be found wherever you go to get your next podcast fix see you there